0: This is Shauna Lee, and welcome to this week's The Soul Frequency Sessions, real talk about real life and how to raise your energy frequency. So, this is the last sessions episode of 2021, and I thought I would just kind of have a conversation about things I've learned over this year insights not only am i living my own life experience as we all are but i gather so much from the work that i am honored to do in the world and the way i get to connect and interact with my beautiful clients and participants in tsfe soul sisters um so i'm often either lying in bed or sitting on the couch just reflecting on all the goodness and all the lessons learned, so I thought I would just bring you into my world <laughs> for a minute and my thoughts, and yeah, um, one thing that this year has been I had this major realization this year it was so interesting about something that's pretty funny and benign, but I think there's a lot of lessons underneath it, so. For those of you that know my story, you know, I made some huge life changes back in really like 2012, 13 and moved out of the house that I lived in. I had just, we had just remodeled this house and I had spent all this time um, buying things and decorating this house and then, you know, boom, spiritual awakening (laughs) and everything starts to change. And so we downsized and i left that house and i didn't really realize it at the time but over the period of time after that i just kind of didn't have the heart to really decorate like the house that we moved into and and really any you know any place we've lived after that like i just i don't know there was something in me that just felt like first of all things aren't as important like that was something that came out of my spiritual awakening but also a part of me that felt like, you know, there was sadness, like putting your heart and soul into making a space and then having to dismantle that and make all these changes. And it felt a little bit, so it was like partially like, mm, all the knickknacks in the world aren't that important to me. And then partially like, that was really sad for me at the time. And while I was willing to do it and I was choosing to do it, um, there was just sadness in that, like the love that you put into your space. And and then it felt like it just was gone in a heartbeat. I mean, we weren't there very long um, before all of it just kind of went away. And so this year I just had this, and then it's just been so busy too, on top of everything, um, like with the business growing and all that kind of stuff. And so raising my son and, and then, but this year I just really had this realization that that I hadn't really landed in the space that I live in. Like it was almost some sort of like trauma responsive. Like I don't really want to land here because like what if something happens, right? Like this is what we live with when we go through anything in life, whether it's like breakups or whatever. We have these experiences happen and it's very human to feel like, I don't know if I can trust it, right? Something bad happened before. I don't know if I can trust it now. And so I didn't, I I don't Think I was super aware of that over all these years, but I became super aware of it this year. And um, like for instance, we had bought these drapes for a like a glass slider, and I never put them up. I mean, we bought them like I don't know, a year and a half ago, and I just never put them up. Like I would do things like that. Like I just never really put it together. So, so I had that realization, and I thought to myself, it's time to land land in my space and to not think about the past or anything else that's happened to trust the moment, but to land. And I think what we can all gather from this is that many times from traumatic experiences or things we've been through, whether they were positive or not, that once something happens, we have a hard time landing in that situation again and really trusting. Like if somebody is cheated on you, it's hard to trust other people because that one person made a bad choice and hurt, hurt you, right? Um, so that we literally have these moments where we go, oh, how do I trust again? And so once I became aware of it, I'm like, oh, I'm going to land. And so this year was really about this concept of landing maybe in areas that I wasn't previously. And any area where I've been hurt or had something go on in my life that caused me to close up my heart space or to feel nervous about something Just saying to ourselves, like, oh, I can open my heart space and I can land into this new relationship. I can land into this home, I can land into this. And I trust that I will be here and I will share this love or this space or whatever it is as long as I'm meant to. And that life is ever evolving, but I don't have to brace myself for anything else. So that was a huge like moment and realization this year. Another one was watching the power of connection that happens um, in Sacred Circle. I have always seen this when we hold these Sacred Circle events, but I think that as time has gone on, as a population of people, we are becoming much more aware of the power of being able to connect with other people and to be able to connect authentically and to peel back the layers of the things that, you know, that have kept us from connection and what happens when we open our heart spaces and we share openly and honestly, all the healing that goes on and that healing experience, when someone witnesses you and your healing and you witness them and their healing, that there's an incredible bond like soul bond that you called yourself and this person called themselves into this moment and you're having this experience together and you're witnessing each other. And it's like you forever are like holding each other's hands, you know, in spirit from then on and cheering each other on and calling each other up to more honesty and truth. So I witnessed a lot of that this year. And for every single one of you who might be listening to this, who participated in TSFE, and showed up with your whole heart i'm just moved and touched by it it's been an incredible year with incredible transformations relationships shifting changing people coming into relationships falling in love people leaving relationships where it wasn't positive for them people creating businesses and missions and courageously stepping forward it's just awesome so that's been a big part of my life this year and it's been amazing And I learned something from my son this year, and it's been in previous years too, but it's all about letting things unfold. So we have all these ideas in life that certain things need to happen at certain times. And really the entire time my son's been alive, he's been teaching me this, but every year this lesson is deepened for me. And we have these milestones, you know, kids have milestones and we have certain things that, you know, we think kids are supposed to learn to walk by age one and they're supposed to learn this and that by these certain milestones. And everybody seems to judge by these milestones. And what's so funny is that in raising my son, he almost takes every like preconceived notion or milestone in life and just throws it out the window. So, all the time that i've been raising him he will like like this very like let's say potty training right <laughs> like he did not potty train like by i don't know 3 years old or whatever and there's no timing and he just waited until he was good and ready and then as soon as he was good and ready it was like there was not much to it he just knew how to do it like there wasn't like all this training that needed to go on and so You know, the school he was going to at the time felt like he should have been potty trained by the time he was three. I thought that was ridiculous. I'm like, kids learn when they learn. Um, So yeah, we didn't stay at that school for very long. But anyways, then in other areas, he'd be like so light years ahead of like anything that most people comprehend at that age. And as I raised him and, and even this year, I see it time and time again that what he's teaching me is that there are no rules for any of it. The fact that we arbitrarily think that, I don't know, someone should get married at a certain age, or the fact that we think that someone should have, you know, this going by this age, or be able to do this skill by this grade in school, like all of it is totally arbitrary and almost ridiculous. It's not honoring the individual. And time and time again, he just takes everything. It's almost like, takes everything and and puts it in a pot and mixes it up and pulls everything out at a different time. And it's so fascinating to watch because we are obviously not super conventional with lots of different things. And we've allowed him to be him in the world and to show up in whatever way he kind of wants to. And we've learned from that. And we've geared things kind of to his inspirations and what he you know, knows and what he desires and where he gravitates. But it has been the greatest lesson of my life. Like not needing to put him in a box, right? Or tell him he needs to do this by this time, but instead watching him just excel and exceed because there's no limitation. There's no you have to do this, or you can only learn this by this grade. It's just like, here's life and here's the world. And have fun and see what you love and, and go after those things and get excited about them. And so it's really, really cool. And it makes me all the time think there's no rules. Like sometimes we just naturally start to go, Oh, I have to do this. Or there's a rule about this. And just time and time again, he teaches me there just aren't any rules except for the rules that we really impose upon ourselves. I'm obviously there's (laughs) laws, driving laws and things like that, but like Rules about life or how you need to show up to life. And the more authentically you connect with yourself, the more you realize that you can live outside the rules, which is really cool. And then my husband taught me this year. I love them both because they teach me so many things, but my husband had me really sit back this year just by being who he is in the world and think about the concept about people's processes. So my husband and I. Are super connected. We are total soulmates, like, but we also process information differently, which is so fascinating to me. Like, I'm so fascinated by the way he thinks and by the way he goes about things, because it's so drastically different than the way that I approach things. And I just watch him and I'm like, oh, this is so interesting. So this year, I was thinking about he's in the process of recording a bunch of music. And earlier in the year, he was writing the music and I was kind of collaborating with parts of that, uh, with him, which was super fun. Um, but my personality is like, okay, the second I know I want to do something, I just dive into it. And I feel like I am pretty in a pretty constant way, like kind of applying myself to that concept or idea or thing that I want to build. And I, If I get an idea, like it's almost hard for me to not start on that idea. And I always start very imperfectly. So there's no point at which I need to figure out all the pieces before I start on something. (laughs) Like I'm just like, right, I'll figure it out as I go. Um, And I've done this my whole life. Like if I were to buy a piece of furniture that had to be put together, I would just start putting it together. I wouldn't even read the whole directions. My husband, on the other hand, he would not even touch the thing until he read the whole directions. Like he would have all the boards laid out. He'd look at everything and study everything before he start putting things together. So, so many times I'm like, yeah, let's just start. And he's like, wait a second. Like we need to read things, right? So we always laugh about this and joke about it. So, but this year in watching him create his art, it was the same process where there's a lot of waiting for him and sitting and looking at things and trying things out. It's not this approach where I'm kind of like a tiger and I just jump in, right? And figure it out as I go. And he sits with it and he processes it and he waits and he waits. Now, in my mind, I'm like, what how are you waiting this long? Like you got to get in there, right? And he's like, "Nope, nope. I wait. I wait." And then literally in like a what feels like a second, Once he's assessed everything, he goes, and the result happens so quickly. And what I learned about this this year, because I'm entirely so interested in how we all process information and how we move through the world, but I was like, we both go about things so differently, and we both get stellar results. And I think this is so important because how many times in life do we have friends or family members or husbands, wives, whatever, partners, boyfriends, girlfriends, that we believe because they don't do something like we do it, that it's wrong or bad or they should change, you know? (laughs) Like people will tell me like, I don't like the way he does the dishwasher or washes the dishes, or I don't like the way that she does this or does that or organizes things. And we think we want to tell people how to be us, right? Like basically, can't you do all the things in your life? Like I would do them. Admit it. You've had that moment. Come on, come on. When really the whole beauty of relationship is to be in awe of other people's processes and to learn from them. After all these years of being married, I do have moments now, surprisingly, it's taken a while. I always tease my husband. I go, it only took me like 10 years to start having some of his wonderful qualities rub off on me. But I do have moments now where I pause a little bit because I've watched him and I've seen the value of the pause. And And vice versa, he has moments where he has learned certain things that I do and kind of been like, oh, maybe that'd be a little bit helpful. Not totally taking on what I do, but just nuances of it and things that you can witness and learn from and grow, grow your process over time. So I just think that's a really beautiful thing is to give people the grace of understanding their process and not needing their process to be your process in anything in life But instead, to be in awe of how that process has worked for them in the past and continues to work for them. I think we can always gain knowledge when we enjoy watching someone's differences and like getting into the study of that. Like, how does that work for them? And like, what shows up for them and what doesn't show up for them? And where do they get stuck in their process? I mean, everyone gets stuck, right, at different places in life. So, how are they getting stuck? And how do they free themselves? Or how do you help them free themselves, if that might be the case? So those are kind of some of the big things I've sat and thought about that I've learned in my own household, that I've learned from all of you guys, you beautiful souls. And yeah, I think it's going to be an amazing 2022. I know we're still in the process of unraveling stuff, learning lessons, having Things that aren't working in our life come undone a little bit so they can be reshaped into something that feels more authentic. So that will continue on that energy. But I feel as time goes on, we'll get used to the process of releasing and letting things reformulate themselves a little bit more, that it won't be so shocking as it will be a necessary process in us aligning to our highest frequency and calling in the things that feel authentic for us. So wishing you all a beautiful season ahead. And I look forward to seeing you all and chatting more um, in January. We have one more episode this month, and then we will be back January 2022. I'm Shauna Lee, and you've been listening to the Soul Frequency Show Sessions. Come on and join our Facebook community, the Soul Frequency VIP, for connection and support on your journey. And if you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this show. Join me next week for more real talk about real life.